Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Fundamentals. My name is Daniel, your host here, and I am joined today with the lovely, with the lovely Rachel Gaston. Hello, Rachel. Hello. How are we doing today? I'm doing well yourself. I'm doing fabulous. I'm excited to be here. Oh, thank you for joining me. I know you haven't been here before. No, so first podcast. Yes. So please <laughs> introduce yourself. Uh, introduce yourself to the world. Okay. So I'm Rachel Gaston. Um. I am a realtor here in Las Vegas. So I'm with EXD Realty. Um, if you are curious on any of the real estate stuff outside of the lending, you can always reach out to me at Midwest Meets Vegas on Instagram. Can they find you anywhere else, Rachel? Yes, Facebook, actually. <laughs> yeah, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, all the things. So yes, those yeah. three platforms are probably the top-notch key yeah. ways to get a hold yeah. of you yeah. and i will definitely be putting those links in the description below i appreciate so that. please reach out to her again i've worked with rachel before and she's a very lovely person great with her clients just all around an amazing person i can say the same for you i know thank yeah. you You're welcome. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> all right so rachel since you are the co-host here today please tell us what our topic is we are going to be discussing the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval which is extremely important for the buyers but also for the sellers as well yeah to make I, sure that we're getting a pre-approval yeah absolutely i i think everybody should be educated on this not just mm -hmm. the buyers but like you said the sellers as well yeah. and i think even real estate agents should really have an understanding of this especially if like they're newer i'm That's pretty sure they thing. don't know because mm -hmm. so. I know we kind of talked about that before, right? Like when I was a newer agent, mm -hmm. um, I was always a little lenient on asking my buyers about, you know, do you actually have a pre-approval mm -hmm. for pre-qualification? Because you always want to make the sale and all things, but you need to do your due diligence. So yeah, I, I definitely important. it is important. I've, I've noticed mm -hmm. a lot of agents, newer agents, like you mentioned, yeah, they're just so new to the business and don't understand the importance of actually having one that some of them will actually go out and show houses without even a pre-approval or pre-qualification. They just mm -hmm. hope and assume that the person is going to be qualified. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it ends up a lot of heartache, mm -hmm. headache <laughs> all around. And also too, for like a real estate side of things. Um, a waste of money. Yeah. And also too, I mean, even for realtors themselves, it's mm -hmm. good to do your due diligence in regards to that because mm -hmm. it's also, a, I think, a little safety barrier too. Making absolutely. sure that the, the client was vetted. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. They say who they, they are, who they say they are uh -huh. in a sense, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me there, guys. All right. So, <laughs> um, so just to jump into the topic, I think the first thing I really want to talk about is what is a pre-qualification. So okay. a pre-qualification is essentially just a bare minimum review of your application. So in some cases, when it comes to mortgage loans, pre-qualification, in my opinion, is a loan application. Somebody just quickly ran your credit and your credit was good. They asked you all the things in terms of your income, and that was it. Right. So in my mind, I think, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but when you, like, let's say someone gets like a credit card in the mail and it's like, oh, you're pre-qualified and you have that credit card, mm -hmm. but is it really, yeah. are you really pre-qualified? Yeah. Is that a good way of looking at it? It's a pre-qualification in okay. a sense. It's not really, it's not solid in any way, right? It has no real foundation. Mm -hmm. It's just, just looking at someone for who they are as, a, as just a physical person, mm -hmm. right? As a whole. You don't know anything about them other than that and then you're making a judgment call on that right yeah yeah so that would be a great way of kind of putting it i love it yeah okay. yeah me too yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. Yeah, exactly. So all in all, I think in short, like the pre-qualification segment is really going to be short because it doesn't really have much and there's not much really to say about it. Um, so in our opinions, I think you would agree pre-qualifications are kind of meh when it comes to mortgages. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think too that a lot of times is that um, <laughs> we want to trust everybody, but I think sometimes people try to think that, oh, you know what? Like if I tell them that this is how much money I make, Mm-hmm. then they're mm-hmm. going to give me the prequel and mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to move forward and get yeah. this house and my dream house and all the things. But in reality, that's going to hurt them. Yeah. And it's going to cause a lot of friction and you're not going to be able to move forward. So at that yeah. point, it's just, you got to be truthful. You got to get that pre-approval. Yeah. Be honest. That's, <laughs> be honest. I yeah. think that's another thing too that needs to be brought up. Some people are just like, oh, well, I make like, you know, $10,000 a month and yeah. I'm going to be fine with this. But in reality, they're going to be underneath that and yeah. hard feelings all around. So yeah, I think good to avoid. It, it, it's there's a lot of people that assume or think that that's what they really make living in rose petal with rose petal glasses on about a lot of right. things. Um, the other people just think that it's not going to get verified. I think they're going to get away with certain things. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They try to cut corners and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You just, you cannot. Um, and maybe that was done years ago, mm-hmm. you know, but nowadays you yeah. cannot get away with yeah, certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So just be truthful. That is like, I think a major thing um, in my eyes. And also too, I mean, from the listing side of things, if I had, um, you know, an agent come through mm-hmm. with a buyer and they said, oh, well, they're pre well, what about pre-approval? That's great. I'm glad they got a prequel. I'm glad they did the yeah. bare minimum. I'm really. I'm glad they yeah. took out the trash today. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, that's great. Um, can I at least talk to the lender? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I, I'll tell my clients that you, you can't move forward with that. Not yeah. a, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but I'm going to advise not to. Yeah, pre-qual- so. pre-qualifications are really scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to a listing agent receiving it, even the buying agent, because yeah, there there's a really a lot that can go wrong with just a pre qualification. Um, well, and I think too that there's those companies that, and this is where the safety factor comes in. And this is just talking for for the realtors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's those companies like I don't know. Um, what I think I've had this happen. Oh, I've had that happen with. <laughs> I've had that happen yeah. with um, some companies mm-hmm. where, again, this is when I was newer, mm-hmm. and it was like you know they weren't coming necessarily through. I won't say names, but they were just coming through other sources, mm-hmm. and I would go out of my way just to say like, okay, you know, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go look at these houses. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a prequal, but mm-hmm. then. It wasn't accurate, and mm-hmm. it was that was with the finances stuff. But I've also heard like horror stories where it wasn't even the person that they said they were being. You know, like let's say it was Billy Bob, but they were going by Joe Smith or something. Yeah, you know. So for the safety reason for realtors, mm-hmm. I think it's really good to vet your appliance out. Absolutely. Um, and I think some people, like buyers, for instance, kind of take offense into that. You know, oh, well, you don't trust me. It's not necessarily that, but also. <laughs> Well, you're going to be. What are you going to do moving forward? You're going to be spending hours on hours with this person. Mm-hmm. You're going to be alone with this person yeah. in houses, day, night, exactly. whenever, right? So it's not even just a safety or them not trusting you in a sense financially. No. Because, yeah, okay, things can go wrong. And you gave me a pre call and then 
the things go to poop in a sense, like everything well, goes south. Absolutely, but, yeah. but now you're having to put your faith in this mm-hmm. human being for your physical safety at this mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? Going from house to house, you know, unless you're going to come go with a buddy and do a buddy system. You, Which you can do. Yeah. You shouldn't feel bad about that. And that is one thing that I've stood my ground on. Mm-hmm. And I think it saved me from a lot of maybe bad situations. We'll yeah. just keep it like that. Worse situations. Yeah. Kind of situations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, and I bring that up to, you know, people that kind of give me a hard time about that. I'm like, it's not just for me, but it's also for you. Because what if we were looking at houses mm-hmm. that you can't afford? Or maybe we're looking at a lower price home and you can actually, you're in a better place to where you can yeah. expand what we're looking at yeah i think that's again it's it's all important but there's that and then there's also the part where if they are looking at the wrong priced homes there's that you know there's an excitement when people oh, go looking for homes for the absolutely. most part most people are very excited yeah. when they start the process or yeah. at least start looking at homes because it's it is exciting to kind to kind of uh make that change or that move in your life right you're uh, you're purchasing yeah. your first home it's going to be something that's yours. It's going to build equity in the future. But then you're, let's just assume, you assume that you're pre-approved for 500000 mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, you go through the whole process and find out it's only like three fifty. That hurts. Yeah. It hurts, you yeah. know. Um, and again, when I was a new newer agent. Mm-hmm. And then it's also bad blood and bad taste for all parties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be upset with your lender. You're mm-hmm. going to be upset with the realtor, mm-hmm. all the things. And it's just like, well, that's why it's good to go ahead and take those steps prior to even looking at homes. Yeah, absolutely. Because then it makes the experience that much more enjoyable, but mm-hmm. also it, it goes a lot quicker too. Yeah. So. And just for preface, it, mm-hmm. buying a home is very enjoyable, but sometimes it will be a little stressful. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So. But that being said, let's get into what a pre-approval is. Yes, yeah, yeah this is exciting. Uh, it is. So, <laughs> so exciting. Up, <laughs> I'm glad Rachel's having an, an exciting time about pre-approvals. Um, all right, so pre-approval. A pre-approval is a loan application, credit ran, asking all the questions, and then reviewing the credit, ensuring that there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, credit score is one of the key things we look at. Um, do you have a bankruptcy? Do you have short sales? What's your uh, payment history like? Do you have other mortgages, etc.? Right. Right. Um, the other key thing we're doing is we're reviewing documentation that we request. So I think that's the key key difference here is a pre qualification. We stop there mm-hmm. with a pre approval. At this point, I'm reviewing your application and everything you told me. I'm asking for certain documentation, whether that's income documentation like W two and pay stubs, bank statements, and IDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am taking that all in, reviewing it and making sure I do proper calculations for income. Um, maybe you're receiving some sort of child support. Maybe you're paying child support. Medical bills. Medical bills really don't apply here. Really? Okay. Yeah. I was curious on that because I did have a horror story about that. So. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well. Uh, no, medical bills actually are one of the few things that we don't even have to worry about with FHA. Oh, with FHA. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think conventional really cares unless you put it like on a credit card or something like that. If it's a medical bill on your credit card, then yeah, we care. But if it's this is good to know. not on your credit card. See, this is why we're doing this right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So good demystifying the fact that I don't care about your medicals. <laughs> Just take that out. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. For anybody who does have any medical bills, yeah. uh, it, 
it sucks i apologize yeah, um yes that's true but um after we are doing a quick review and then we're also running it i'm, I'm verifying your employment by the way that's a big one mm -hmm. i'm making sure that you do work where you work i've had that happen before too mm -hmm. so again be truthful mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and we're even doing that before closing so that means is don't quit your job i've had that, I've had that happen too yeah yeah change job. yeah <laughs> yeah just try not to yeah <laughs> before you do anything and i mean there's going to be times where i mean i just went through that with a listing and mm -hmm. we had the pre you know pre-approval mm -hmm. pre-qualification we had the pre-approval mm -hmm. um good to go but then something did happen with the job and there's some things you can't avoid i mean you know you get tired you get tired but mm -hmm. this is still going to the pre-approval is more of a solid foundation for you to yeah to, to move forward with and mm -hmm. i mean some things do happen but for the most part mm -hmm. This is in the pre-approval mm -hmm. process. It's really important that we get all these things kind of settled. Yes. Um, and then on top of that, like if you're a business owner, obviously for income, we're going to be taking either not pay stubs because there's no pay stubs. If you're a business owner, we're doing tax returns. Um, we do have different kinds of programs that we can use for different kinds of people to verify their income. But just to keep it simple, pay stubs and W-2s for uh, W-2 employees and tax returns and any other business related income documentations for business clients you know this is a good point to bring up because i feel like nowadays with social media mm -hmm. i mean that's let's be honest there's so many influencers and mm -hmm. you know and we'll just say influencers <laughs> um that this is good information to have yeah when absolutely it, what it boils down to, yeah so. especially if you're like thinking about getting doing the loan process and you're like oh i don't want to do it because i don't feel prepared this is this is your moment to be prepared if you want to be that fully prepared. But I'm just going to say this. You don't have to be fully prepared if you're going to jump into it. That's what we're here for. Well, and you've helped out with a lot of clients, right? I mean, and I, I tell a lot of people that as well. Oh, well, I'm not ready. You know, I, I don't know what's going on with this that, and the other with my finances. It's always still good to reach out mm -hmm. to Daniel mm -hmm. um, in this case scenario. Um because you you're really good about walking people through what they need to do to mm -hmm. end up getting to that pre-approval yeah. state and that's that's important thank you yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i had to throw that in there because i think a lot of people don't think to even reach out to you it's like a fear factor i think for a lot of people i think people are scared of rejection mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah um, i mean i'm scared of rejection basically, <laughs> you know? don't worry we're not meeting at a bar we're not meeting out in public or anything yeah, like that yeah. too but it's confidential stuff. It, it is confidential stuff. I always talk to people and when they tell me, oh, I don't know, I think my credit this or that and that. And I'm like, look, let's just do a quick loan application. I can do a soft pull, which isn't going to affect your credit. Can you break credit. that down what a soft pull is? So there's a difference between a hard pull and a soft pull on your credit. A hard inquiry is actually going to affect your credit and show up and trigger a lot of things. Whereas a soft pull is we're pulling your credit, but it's not there to impact it in any way. So what we're doing is we're essentially pulling the same kind of information, but I'm using it as a snapshot to kind of see where we are at that point. Perfect. And then if you feel like you have issues with your credit, that's when I'm like, okay, here's what we can do to get your credit fixed. Here's the timeline and let's work on it kind of situation. So see, I think that's important because I think a lot of people automatically assume, oh my gosh, they're going to talking to a lender. Mm -hmm. It's going to mess up my credit even more and I'm never going to be able to get to, you know, being a homeowner, and that's not the case. Well, so. I'm thinking to a soft pull. That's the easiest way to do it. Glad we brought that soft up. Soft pull is really, really, really <laughs> the key answer there. Yeah. And 
don't be afraid of people judging you on your credit. Mm -hmm. I do this for a living. I've seen a lot of credit. Do you think I really care what your credit looks like? I've seen, I've seen some, I've seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff. Yeah. So I am not here to judge. My job is to help you and get you approved for a home. So that's all my goal is going to be. And that's the overall. And yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, and I think too, it's like, again, let's use social media as an example. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a certain perceived like interpretation of what everybody's doing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like this, well, look at these people. Look how well they're doing. I'm doing crappy. Well, that's not probably necessarily the case that's it's kind of like a facade you know mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you you know don't that fear factor sometimes you just got to let that go and and take the stop and you're gonna get you're gonna get there and that's why that's why they have you and me on the other side. <laughs> and you and, and me, me and me and you <laughs> i tell people this now i think it's one of the uh, take a quote guys if you guys are going to take any quote this is one of the greatest quotes or things i've heard recently and I think I heard it on social media, ironically. Hey, I still love social media. I'm not just saying it. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Um, but don't view other people's accomplishments or don't view how other people are doing, especially if they're the same age, to where you are in life. You know what I mean? Everybody walks a different path of life. Oh, you can just worry about where you're going. You know what I mean? Because then you're always just going to try to stick with the present when you should be thinking about, you should be thinking about the present, but you should be planning your future and working towards that yeah your future yeah right exactly that's funny i just went through um a business planning mm-hmm. sector and there was all of these you know great influential realtors and mm-hmm. there was one um we were watching youtube and gosh i cannot think of the the main realtor that was on the youtube video which shame on me because it was actually really insightful um not just for real estate but he was talking about the same thing he's mm-hmm. like whatever you're doing whether it's real estate or a bakery i don't know mm-hmm. whatever the case is you can't look at what everyone else is doing it's mm-hmm. okay to do that but also you're going to start saying what you just said right like mm-hmm. well they're doing this i'm not doing that so i suck mm-hmm. well, no <laughs> it's <not the> case. <laughs> you know i mean that was basically the gist of it yeah, yeah. and it really got me thinking i'm like you know that is true i think that happens a lot you know because i follow yeah. other realtors now that's for you know referrals and all the things but there are mm-hmm. some where i'm like oh man i'm not doing that and it's like well no wait that's not my journey though yeah so you have to focus mm-hmm. on your journey and it's not selfish it's just it is what it is yeah you know because that's yeah. going to get you to where you want to be you know what sucks what? You just kept watching those people and just loathing and resenting people and never doing anything. Well, that's what happens too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you kind of get in this funky mind state of mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just never going to be good enough, so I'm just not going to do it. And mm-hmm. then you end up taking 10 steps back rather than a few steps forward. It's better to take a few steps forward than mm-hmm. 10, 20 steps back. Or even take one step back just to reevaluate everything and then move forward. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need that too. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so long story mm-hmm. short, you don't suck. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna make you do that. Now it's on this podcast, so now it's out there. It's gonna happen now. Oh, see why I did that? Manifestation. Oh my god! So moving on, moving on. I believe I did not mention. Okay, so AUS. So um, not only are we running your credit, doing the application, verifying all this income. I still have to run it through an AUS system or something called an automatic underwriting system. So for us, it is a it is a system. 
It is a system. It is a system. It is a system. It's an important system to have. It is a very important <laughs> system to have. And I just lost my words as to what it is. But essentially, it's just running your information through it, your credit, all the information we put into it, and determining your credit risk and giving us either an approval or no approval or maybe even a refer. Um, I'll get more detail into future in a future podcast about that stuff. Okay. But we're just essentially trying to see if you're going to qualify for that loan. And if this system gives us that okay, then we know we're looking pretty good. The other key thing about the system is that it gives us its own individual findings. Can you break that down? Yeah. So sometimes I'm just asking for regular documentation that's very normal for um, the process. Okay. But sometimes they want a little bit more. They want to verify certain things. For example, sometimes they might even request that you have a certain amount of uh, reserves in order to qualify for the loan. So if you're one of those people that are like at bare minimum and barely have enough to close, so you don't have any reserves, then it might not work out. And then might if be you're a- monthly, you're, you know, like, oh, I'm making this a month, mm-hmm. but there's still other there factors might- involved, right? Mm-hmm. So that's important because yeah. I've had a lot of buyers are like, oh my gosh, the lender's asking for this document, this document, this document. There's a reason for that. And it's mm-hmm. in reality, it's going to protect you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, to make sure you're you're really at a good place moving forward with the, with the property. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the key part. Yeah, you know, the lender, as in Daniel, yeah, <laughs> is doing their due diligence to make sure that yeah, <laughs> making sure that uh, doing the due diligence yeah to, to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. It can yeah. be a little frustrating at times because no, I mean the documentation part. Let's be honest, that's not fun for anybody necessarily. But it's not. And to be honest with you, if you as long as you're working with a good set of uh, a good team or a good setup team, whatever the case may be. It shouldn't feel like that, but sometimes it does. But yeah, it, a U.S. system is basically like an AI form of just determining somebody's full risk and making sure that we verify just enough to know that we have the ability to repay that mortgage without going into default. So essentially, all in all, the loan application process, everything, all the laws and the guidelines that they've created is just to ensure that you, as the buyer, have the ability to actually repay this loan without any issues. Well, and I think that that is a really, I'm glad we're talking about that because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of, um, we'll say older clientele that is like, oh, I don't remember doing this back in, you know, the eighties and nineties. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a reason why we're doing this now mm-hmm. is because I think a lot of people, I mean, well, it, it maybe wasn't the best, um, getting pre-approved without. Are oh, you talking about 2008? Yeah. Oh, when pre-qualifications are great. Or whatever they were doing. Yeah, whatever they were doing, like all that crazy nonsense. Yeah. Like, oh, you can buy a million dollar home, but really, you should probably buy a three hundred thousand yeah. dollar home. You know, and so that's why there's all these extra stops and the precautions, right, to make mm-hmm. sure that you're at a good place. Yeah, because yep. it's yeah. better to be there than back in '08 when all of a sudden now it's like, ah, panic! I can't afford this. It, I mean, that process probably would have been a lot better if people were a little bit more ethical about it. You know what I mean? That's why it's always good to tell the truth. <laughs> always tell the truth. Shame, shame. Yes. <laughs> Please be honest. Um, yeah. I will say this, though, and take this for what it is. Tell me as much as I need to know. If I didn't ask, don't tell me. Oh, that's true, too. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent. I mean, don't, don't, don't sit there and uh, leave out that you're pain alimony and child support because I'm going to eventually find out. And yeah. if you don't think I'm going to find out, honestly, 
I'm going to find out about something. Right. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. I've had clients where they didn't tell me anything until like mid process. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So this just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. Fortunately for me and our team, we're very creative and capable of making sure that we find a way to do stuff if we have to. But sometimes, but sometimes things are just too much. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And That's why that horror story, I think, with medical bills. My client was trying to throw it under the rug. Hear me out on this. I'm just okay. curious. I just, I just want to hear your insight on this. So this was like years ago and mm -hmm. they had like an extremely, they had like a motorcycle accident, mm -hmm. really bad. They didn't have insurance, I think. So the medical bills were like out of this world mm -hmm. and they just never paid them. And so that was found out later. Well, maybe it was during a time because when I say that medical bills don't matter, there, I think that kind of changed at a certain point where it didn't really matter. To be fair, this was years ago. I'm not trying to age myself here, but <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm kind of like, you're not aging yourself. You're just showing your experience. Yeah. You know what? I'm experienced. <laughs> Darn it. Now that I'm like, well, you know, what's kind of a while ago. Uh, we all know Rachel's been doing this for years. Yeah. Now point. we do. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. Oh, um, well, let me see what else we need. Um, so that was so, a total side note. Sorry. I it, just, it was in my head. Side note. Side note. <laughs> side notes are okay. Um, the other thing, so the other thing we, we want to make sure we're doing when we're doing just the pre-approval process and going through everything is making sure we go over all the options and the numbers with the client, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. tra full transparency. That's how I like to do business. I do a cost worksheet. A lot of, I have noticed that a lot of banks, lenders, uh, whatever, whenever they send me a cost worksheet or a fake, not a fake LE, but a cost worksheet that kind of tells the person, okay, what their interest rate's going to be what their payments are going to be, what their costs are going to be. They omit so much information on that thing. And to well, me, you don't know what you're looking at. You don't, but a good lender should walk you that. through that. Exactly. Right. And so let's, let's take this down to easy peasy terms. Right. Yeah. Are you talking about the difference, like with rates and everything for like different loans in terms of like FHA? Yep. Programs, how much you put down. Yeah, there's grant programs, all the things. Mm -hmm. See, you're doing your due diligence. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Doing your due diligence <laughs> in a sense. But you want to make sure that you know, okay, am I going to get the system traced? Is it going to cost me anything? What are my other fees going to be? Title fees are a thing here in Nevada because we go through title companies when we purchase homes. We use real estate agents here in Nevada. Unlike some places, I think, use lawyers. Yeah, East Coast. East Coast uses yeah. uh, lawyers. Uh, we have maybe transfer tax fees, prepaid costs, lender fees, right. um, random little things like maybe a flood cert, right? So there's a lot of... It doesn't have, it's not that common out here, but I used to have that a lot back in Missouri. It still happens though. Vegas used to have a lot of flood cert, like a flood areas here. It doesn't anymore. Now it mostly Corump has a lot of flood yeah. areas. Yeah, and as you can hear my dog in the background, guys, I do apologize. It just adds a little pizzazz, you know, because you know what? We're, we're human, right? <laughs> we actually do. And he's, yeah. he's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. Uh, he's a dog. He gets to live his life as well. Let him live yeah. his life. Yeah. I bought this house for him. Okay? <laughs> and see, that's a good point, right? Yeah. You need to make sure you get pre-approval so you can, you know, afford these nice houses for your pets. No one more important than your pet to have yeah. a nice roof yeah. over their head and you know a backyard. What? You know what? I Yeah, I ended up moving in Vegas, in a certain area in Vegas, mm -hmm. specifically for my dog. So... It happened. I'm just saying. Yeah, we well, got a big saying. dog. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. I need yeah. to be closer to the mountain. He's fluffy. 
He's fluffy, fluffy for Vegas. Needs a backyard. Yeah. Needs to chase the birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a thing. It is. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Full transparency. That's that's the way I like to do things. I personally feel like you have to be as transparent with your clients as much as possible. As much as people don't want to hear certain things, like I will sit there and obviously I'm very excited about you getting pre approved. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't like surprises for people. I don't like I didn't like them for myself when I was purchasing my first home. Right. Then something happened. So personally myself, I take that as my reasoning behind why i like to be a little bit more transparent than most other people will be i think it's good going over the good the bad and the ugly and that's what i tell all of my clients i'm Mm -hmm. like look there's going to be some things that Mm -hmm. are going to be tough to hear Mm -hmm. or discuss but it's better than me sugarcoating it Mm -hmm. because it's i'd rather my clients be in the know Mm -hmm. rather than and i know you're the same way that's i'm i feel like i'm speaking to the both of us on this yeah but i think that's I think some people, it's kind of hard for them to do that mm-hmm. with their clients. And I know that's one thing I really appreciate when I work with you mm-hmm. is that you're cut and dry. And I think that is important. And I mean, I'm so nice, guy. You're very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Two C's. Like my clients always make fun of me for this, but it sticks in your head. So think yeah. about this. I feel like I like my clients to have the two C's, right? Which is, I want you to be comfortable. I okay. want you to be confident moving forward. That's true. Yeah. And that's one thing I love about you. Yeah. Is I feel like all my clients are always comfortable and confident moving forward. Yeah, like our yeah. most recent client. Yes. Loved her. Oh. Loved she her. Gave you Did she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I love her. Don't tell her not to forget to put a review on my uh, website. I should call her. Uh, all right so the next thing is how long does it take to get a pre-approval that's a good question daniel how long does it take to get a pre-approval well, it really depends on the client to be honest with you that's what I was saying. yeah um i have given pre-approvals basically right after a conversation because mm-hmm. i can get just side note is sometimes i can actually get your income verification pretty quickly myself to do something called a voe or verification i feel like you've done that pretty quick yeah before. with the work number mm-hmm. um as long as you at least give me a bank statement and show proof of funds unless I'm, we're using alternative means to getting you into that house. Um, it's pretty quick. I've had clients where it takes, I've had a client take a whole month to get me stuff that I needed. And they're just, I don't want to say that they were making excuses, but sometimes life does get in the way, you know? And I understand people are busy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Sometimes you're working like multiple jobs and you have mm-hmm. kids or pets or whatever the case is. And sometimes it is harder to get that. Mm-hmm. get that going or you know? sometimes you're just a more complicated bio that too you know mm-hmm. well that that's a that's a good thing uh, to bring up right i mean sometimes even like for for me showing properties right is mm-hmm. i i know that like as long as they've given you a good majority of the documents and it's like okay mm-hmm. we're we're looking at you getting them that pre-approval i'll, I'll more than likely still take yeah, out yeah. And go look at properties, it, but I would prefer to have the reapproval. Well, that's case. the conversation that we yeah. you would have. Like, I'd be like, okay, I feel confident. Yeah. Like, I feel confident enough. Like, I'm not gonna. We'll see what happens when we get to that point where we have to do well, a pre-approval. Life happens. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole thing about the teamwork, right? Because mm-hmm. um, we're working for the benefit of the of the client to get mm-hmm. them to where they want to be. So yep. that's yep. that's important. Yep. And again, that making sure that they're confident. And what's the other one? Comfortable? Com- yeah, comfortable and confident moving forward, Daniel. <laughs> You're two C's. 
You're going to remember that. Oh, man. I have some clients that laugh that they bought like multiple properties with me and they're like, oh, yeah, the two C's. I'm like, yeah, see, you remember that from the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got to be confident and comfortable. And in all honesty, I try to make everybody's confident and comfortable with everything. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'll even take a little longer. Be like, look, as much as I feel comfortable with this, I want to make sure nothing doesn't go wrong. Absolutely. That's where I put my neck off. Yeah, should I be worried if it takes too long for you to get a pre-approval? I don't think you should. Like, I'll tell you if there's something wrong. That's what I was saying earlier with you being cut and dry, and I didn't mean that like, and I'm like, you're going to be mean. Sense, <laughs> but you really are doing your due diligence on your part, and that's yeah. I'm going to use that a lot. I think throughout this whole podcast, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I think that's that's important. I just lost my train of thought, so you can pick up from here. Oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> So we talked about, I don't even know why I didn't put the two C's in here, but I did put confidence. So why is a pre-approval better? I think we touched on a lot of reasons mm -hmm. as to why it is, but I think some of it really has to do with confidence, right? The There's confidence involved in every party. So there's confidence in the fact that you as the buyer's agent feel confident to go out with that client and put in offers. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. There's confidence in the buyer with their lender and the real estate agent that they can get into this home, right? Yeah. Now, there's then you go into their side. What about the seller side? So why would, that's one of the questions I did put on here. As a realtor, oh, yeah. why would you advise your clients to go with a pre-approval versus pre-qualification if you were the listing agent? I've had to do that before. And I, I've had clients ask like, well, really what's the difference? And that's why I use the whole, well, when you get a credit card in the mail that says, oh, you're pre-qualified. Do you mm -hmm. really trust that? Mm -hmm. I mean, i rather have, I, well, first off, I would like to speak to the lender that they're using, mm -hmm. but because I really want to make sure that they do have a pre-approval and how far along they are in the process. And I think we're going to talk about that with the underwriting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. get there, right? Yeah. Um, but I've had this instance, and you and I talked about this a little bit before we started, which was I've had a cash fire mm -hmm. and I've had a pre-approval. Mm -hmm. But after speaking to, and a lot of times, I mean, there are times where I've said, okay, you know what? I feel more confident going with the cash because it was during the time where we were just getting crazy mm -hmm. offers, right? Like 40 offers on a house in like 24, 48 hours. Mm -hmm. But so the cash, you know, I was like, okay, but I was getting offers that were like, oh, they're pre-qualified. Even if it was a lot more, like, let's say it was like, I had one that was like $20,000 over. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to go with the pre-qualification because it could be a waste of time yep. for my sellers. And yep. so I really have to do my due diligence on that part and say, okay, this is the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. You're, you're kind of, kind of walking on thin ice with that pre-qualification because what happens if we go ahead and accept an offer with that pre-qualification, even mm -hmm. if it's only like, you know, maybe it's five, 10, 15,000 over the pre-qualification or a pre-approval. I'm sorry. We'll bleep that out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying is, let's say we get a pre-qual, pre-qual qualification, like 10,000 over a pre-approval. Mm -hmm. The pre-approval is more solid in my eyes. Yeah. And I will go over that with my clients. Well, so it's um, like having a, a complete stranger come in and that you've never met before and saying, hey, I'm going to buy this house. That's it. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't right. like that. Without any, At all. any backup. You know what I mean? The exactly. piece of paper is basically like walking around with a napkin. Yeah. It just, it's not really valid in my eyes. Mm -hmm. um, that's great that you have it. Mm -hmm. 
but I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah. That, yeah. That Strongly is, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, even having a strong pre-approval letter, and this is something I think we talked about, maybe I'm repeating on myself on this, but let's say I've had, and this has happened, um, I've had a cash offer and mm-hmm. I've had a pre-approval offer. Mm-hmm. And the pre-approval offer was like a little bit over whatever the case is. And my client's like, well, that's cash. And I'm like, I spoke with the lender mm-hmm. and they were far along. I think they were in the underwriting process of the pre-approval. Okay. And which I know we'll talk about. And um, we ended up going with the pre-approval. Yeah. Rather than the cash. Yeah. It might have been, okay, like a 30-day close rather than like a 15. But it's money is money at that yeah. point. And yeah. in a seller's mind, it's kind of like, okay, well. You're waiting 15 days for yeah and you're getting thousands like five thousands. yeah like five ten thousand dollars more like it kind I, of adds up you know yeah. so um in my mind i'm not opposed to looking at a pre-approval mm-hmm. a strong pre-approval against cash i guess is what i'm trying to get across you're not going to dismiss it in i'm not no mm-hmm. i won't because yeah. your job in a sense is just make sure you're giving your clients the best advice if you're the listing agent mm-hmm. of course, yeah absolutely and the buying mm-hmm. agent as yeah. well but in this case you want to make sure that they're getting the best deal that they can get absolutely you know? that's and what it boils down to and that's and I think your story has like a very key element to it as to why having an, an experienced agent or an agent mm-hmm. to help them see the bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this person obviously was just going to jump with cash. Well, because you hear cash. Yeah. And you think cash is key. Well, but the pre-approval, you're still getting the cash at close anyways. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have a pre-approval. Yeah. They might just not have hundreds of thousands of dollars, but they're pre-approved. Yeah. For... The bank has it. Yeah, the bank has it. And they're giving it, it yeah. to you. Yeah. So... It, in my yeah. mind, I'm I'm good yeah. with it. Like, let's go, you know. Big and then picture. when you talk to your clients like that, um, then they're like, "Well, wait a minute, yeah, why would I turn down mm-hmm. like ten thousand plus dollars? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you know." Mm-hmm. You got to look at it this way: mm-hmm. buyers and sellers have these. The purchase and the sell is very emotional, and they get mm-hmm. very very involved in certain kinds of emotions really quick, yeah. right? So it's really important to have somebody else there. Um, to kind of you know bring you down to earth really quick. It's great to be excited. Don't get me wrong; it is it exciting, is, absolutely. But you mm-hmm. still want to make sure that you're making that better decision, mm-hmm. right? You want to make the best decision, not a decision, right? The best decision, absolutely. Well, and I mean, this was—I don't get these anymore. But back in the beginning of things, it was like you know, like the, I used to call them like love notes. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm yeah, talking when about? People would the... convince them to buy that house. Yes, and then some sellers would be like, well, oh my gosh, they wrote this note. But I'm like, it's a pre-qualification. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if it's more money. <laughs> We're sticking with the pre-approval. <laughs> don't pay attention. Like, I hate to be like kind of harsh about that, but I'm yeah. like, don't pay attention to their whole life story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they lost their arm in the war. and. Yeah, I mean, it could be true, but yeah. like, also at the same point in time, that's where I have to kind of come in and be like, I hate yeah. to say this, but I don't care yeah. about that. <laughs> and it's because I'm doing my due diligence for my client. I'm not trying to but be But Rachel, like, they just had their miracle baby. Yeah, and that's great. And as a person, I love that. Yeah. I do. But I'm here to help my clients. Yeah, as your agent. <laughs> as your agent. Um. <laughs> we're not going with that just yeah. because they're trying to pull on some heartstrings. Yeah, know? yeah, understandable. Um, so yeah, the whole like the good. We're gonna look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the ugly. That's some of the ugly. Yeah, because yeah. now yeah. you feel the emotions are involved. Yeah, and that's and it's hard, you know. 
it's hard sometimes but yeah it really is honestly yeah. it is yeah that's why you have a nice team supporting you throughout the process emotional team yes <laughs> emotional support <laughs> financial emotional <laughs> all of you it think agents and lenders just call each other for, for personal things if they if they have a really good friendship they're they're calling each other to that sometimes yeah i yeah. said no yeah. i can say that but, yeah conf- you know we still confidential but confidential yes yeah. yes yes obviously we're never going to talk about the things that yeah. are your personal things like i'll never talk to her about your financial situation yeah but no, you know no, exactly. let's see so how about this part what can go wrong with a deal if a lender only has a pre-qualification what can't <laughs> <laughs> I just love that all right enough said Next, next topic. <laughs> a lot, okay, a lot. Right, so let's see what happens here. Can I think of a good story? Do you have a good story right now? Do I have a good story? Yeah. If somebody doesn't know, because I would never send somebody out with pre qualification. Have you heard like realtors though? Like, well, I you know work th- with a lot of other people outside okay. of me, which changes. I know there are things that happen, and I think the key mm-hmm. thing is I, I, nothing ever with a pre qualification, right? But the things that can go south is like if 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 the loan doesn't go through and you pass your due diligence period because if the loan doesn't go through like your money's still protected but let's just say the loan doesn't go through and we pass the due diligence and period due diligence period just in case you're not aware mm-hmm. there's a period in the contract where um you negotiate like i'll normally put like 10 12 15 days depending on for a lot of different things yeah for a lot of different things but yeah. um there's I think there's a lot of protection in a contract for a buyer because there's like a loan contingency, mm-hmm. an appraisal contingency. Mm-hmm. There's all these different timelines in the contract mm-hmm. to where you could potentially cancel. Mm-hmm. To, again, so like a loan contingency, I normally try to push that not all the way up till our close date, but like maybe like a, a few week days. or so. Out. Yeah, a like a week before. or so out, you know. Um, I've seen a common. I've seen a common one as like 21. I was going to say most of the time. So for me, for instance, so. I normally write 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 21 and- days. And that's one of those key things you always on have to keep an eye close. on. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. Yeah, on a 30-day close, not on a 60-day close. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> I might push that out a little bit. But um, yeah, so that's that's what we're talking about. With yeah, time but first. I've had people possibly go past it. And the, the risk you're taking is you, you could potentially lose your EMD money. That's the main thing. We're or your to earnest money your deposit. Money. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and it, yeah. Well, I was going to say, an earnest money deposit, in case you don't know, mm-hmm. think about it like a hold on the property. You're showing the seller that you're serious in the purchase of the home. The seller's really never going to see that money unless you back out of the contract, mm-hmm. out of your timelines. This is going to age me, but it's like, remember when you had to go to, what did, I forgot, was it Walmart or Kmart? Mm-hmm. And you did layaway, you put a deposit on your oh layaway. Gosh, <laughs> it's essentially what it is. I know. Wow. Aging me pretty well. Um, I feel like there's been a lot of like aha moments of the age on this. So you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you can lose your money. Um, you can the buyer can lose trust in their agent and their lender, mm-hmm. right? And that's yeah. big for us. Yeah. Um, the seller can lose trust in the their agent for mm-hmm. misadvising them. Well, and I've had that happen too on the listing side, where everything seems smooth as butter with mm-hmm. the when we had a pre approval. Mm-hmm. but i mean life does happen sometimes mm-hmm. and we were pretty close it was like the last few days of the loan contingency, and then all of a sudden bam and i can't think of, I, I should be able to think of it right now it might have been like a job situation mm-hmm. like a job change or something along those lines i think well i've had that happen before but um, i can't remember what the last one was. job changes are the doesn't happen one. that but here's the thing it doesn't happen that often but sometimes mm-hmm. life happens mm-hmm. but that's why a pre-approval again is so important because mm-hmm. we're kind of 
getting past. We're getting as assured as we can get. Yes. Assured. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's what I'm trying to get across. Yes. See, um, the other thing is if you're the buyer mm-hmm. and things go south because it didn't, it didn't go right and maybe it could have been done properly, you can lose the potential for maybe good rates if rates are on the uprise. Absolutely. Um, it's, Absolutely. You can also lose your prepaids. Yeah, which you is, can lose a lot of money. Yeah, pre, which is your prepaids, your appraisal. Mm-hmm. If you did an inspection, which I highly recommend doing. Um, oh, yeah. Even our, I have a cash buyer right now, which is not nothing to do with lending, but I told them, I'm like, hey, hold on. Mm-hmm. let's." And I sometimes I'll tell my cash buyers to even get an appraisal. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about this one, but because yeah. I got him a deal. Oh, did you? That's what <laughs> me. I'll get you a deal. <laughs> kind of a really good deal. Oh my god! Um, not to toot my own horn. But... Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you did. I don't know I this do one, know. but I'll, I'll take your word for That's it. Thing. Yeah. Midwest meets Vegas. Yeah. Um. That's the yeah. what is it? The shameless plug-in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he it. He oh man. Um. The off here. Um. Repaids, yes. So uh, there, there, there are some th- some th- things that you pay for prior to closing. Mm-hmm. So our main goal betwixt the two of us, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. is to protect our clients' money mm-hmm. and protect them as best we can throughout the whole process. That's that's the overall end goal. I don't want you have a good experience. Yeah, I don't want to feel like that guy. I don't want to feel like that person that cost you thousands yeah. of dollars. And I will say this, I personally love my job and I personally love doing this to help people. But sometimes I do get anxiety because I do want to make sure that nothing goes wrong for clients. You know what I mean? And it's not even a selfish anxiety. It's honestly more of a, oh my God, I don't. Right. I I couldn't live with myself kind of situation. I think we all have that, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that's, again, even talking about like working with you and stuff, that's one thing that I do appreciate about you is like, the human side of things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like I don't want to say. Well, I think we get. I think that that there's that like perception mm-hmm. of the whole like used car salesman. Like you're just trying to buy, like you know, sell this, sell that, blah blah. blah. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, that's not the case, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you love what you're doing, mm-hmm. which we both do, right? Mm-hmm. We're actually there to really help people mm-hmm. and get them to where you want to be. And so there is that little form of anxiety, I think, that sometimes arises. So story time. Oh, I love story. <laughs> I was, What's a story? So Morning, I was, Lori? I was, uh, I was actually in a podcast with some with Rick a couple weeks ago. Um, I actually wasn't with Rick. I was with another client that I it was another agent. I had a client with them. Um, she and I, but I mentioned it in the podcast last time. But uh-huh. the person waited to purchase a home. But the way they chose me is I knew they were shopping. They told me upfront. They were very mm-hmm. upfront about it. Very funny person. Very amazing person. Still mm-hmm. talk to her this, to this day. But. She's like, you know, I was ta- talking to other people. I didn't like this one person because they had bad rates. I had this other person, but they just felt like a car salesman to me. And I go, and then I talk to you. She goes, no, I feel like we're, I'm actually talking to a friend. I feel like you're actually trying to help me. So she picked me for that reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is what I tell my clients. Yes. Is this a sales job? Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm not for making sure. any money unless I get mm-hmm. you into a home, but that you should look at that as a pro because I'm going to find a way for you to get pre-approved if I can or approved yeah. for that home. Uh, but the other thing is when people are like scared or hesitant, I'm like, look, this is your purchase. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I'm here just to get you the funding. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to make that choice. So if you want to move forward, move forward. At least you know what you can do and you have the opportunity to do it if you want. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. 
I think that's a really good point. Yeah. That's a really good point with that. Because, I mean, let's be honest. I think in this case, there are a lot of people that are shopping, like, even realer side of things. And I always mm-hmm. tell people this, too. I'm like, as much as I want to help you mm-hmm. get into the home, mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it can't be hard feelings, mm-hmm. you know? Because sometimes it's just, we don't click or whatever the case is, you know? Mm-hmm. But maybe I can still help them get to where you guys click. Yeah. That's great, you know? Um, but I think that's 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 a big thing is just making sure that you again the two C's right comfortable confident. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's 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 cut it. And dry. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't really. There's nothing else to say about that. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. So. And let me see. Bad advice. Only time. I think the other thing is. I think that's basically it on that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think I mentioned this earlier. I don't send pre obligations personally. I don't. I don't believe in them, so I don't do them. No. And that's one thing I appreciate. Do you know, total side note here, I feel like I had something else to say, and it's just like completely... ADHD left. moment. I can't stand that. <laughs> like, I'm so disappointed in myself, and I felt like it would have been good for everybody. And yeah. Maybe we'll come back, and I'll say, oh my gosh, remember we are talking about this? Yeah, Mitch is going to cut me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm bummed about that. That was total, total side note. I we'll mean, get to it. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to it. Even yeah. if it isn't in this part of the podcast, we are planning on doing a second part for other reasons. Yes. All right. So on to our final topic. So obviously mm-hmm. between you and me, we are very opinionated on prequels, bad, pre-approvals. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Star, smiley face, dog, panting with a smile on his face, everything, all of it. Um, but... We like to take it a little bit further. I personally like to take it a little bit further. Yeah, when you get a pre-approval, you're set to go. You should be able to go out there and start putting offers on a home. Are we going to talk about what I think we're going to talk about? Yeah, we're going to talk about getting a full (laughs) underwriter pre-approval. This is like Willy Wonka with like a golden ticket. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. I'm all excited. I'm like, you have a what? Yeah, the lender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This thing. This is your ticket. Okay, so this this segment is going to be your ticket to get your your loan to be or your offer to be approved. More than likely, Indeed, compared yeah. to other ones. Compared to other ones, like yeah. if we have apples to apples, mm-hmm. a couple of buyers, right? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna go with the Honeycrisp, not the green. I'm gonna go with the Honeycrisp. Yeah. I mean, I still like the green apple. Yeah. Red apple. <laughs> but like, <laughs> my favorite's the Honeycrisp. I'm going for the Honeycrisp. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Toss yeah. in some baked three in there, like ooh. To make it into apple pie, those are the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's what that is. So what is a pre-approval with a full what is a what is an underwriter pre-approval okay you're gonna ask me okay oh i was gonna ask you i thought that was the thing (laughs) daniel what is an underwriter pre-approval okay we got this right so an underwriter pre-approval rachel is a pre-approval after i get the pre-approval process done Mm -hmm. with my part i have my team set it up and get everything they need and actually send it to a processor to review and then send it over to an underwriter. What does that mean, Daniel? Oh, my God. Okay. So a processor, first off, let's get to that, is someone who's actually on our team. They're here okay. to help us make sure that the file is clean and fully ready to be sent to an underwriter. Mm-hmm. Good processors are amazing for your file, and I'll tell you why. That's like butter on a biscuit. Oh, my God. They, <laughs> I got my favorite ones. I always request them as much as I can because when I work with them, 
Let me tell you this. If an underwriter sees a sloppy file, they're going to question a lot of things. If a processor does their job, knows what they're talking about, knows the guidelines, knows how to get around things, it warms my heart. I said butter on a biscuit. (laughs) But (laughs) a processor, we'll we'll get back to this. So a processor is essentially going to go over the file, contact you as well sometimes. In the, in the pre-approval process, they may, may not. But if they feel like they need additional information, they may call themselves, introduce themselves. But there, people are going to ask you for certain things, like additional documentation that we may need, clarification on certain things. And these are the people you want to work with. They are on your side because they as well want to make sure that everything goes through. Um, so they're your final line of defense, as I was put it, um, in order to make sure your file gets to that underwriter. squeaky clean. Well, and again, this is in the long scheme of things. It might mm-hmm. be frustrating to start, but in the long scheme of things, mm-hmm. this is really going to make sure that moving forward, this home, it, it makes sense for you in yeah. terms of the finances side. Yep. And yep. that's where it's like, you know, some people are like, oh my gosh, the underwriting side. Yeah, but there's a reason why that they're there. Mm-hmm. And that's to make sure that you are. Have the ability to repay. Yeah. <laughs> so yes approved it's butter on a biscuit it is butter on a biscuit the golden ticket yeah yeah so when i see one of these i get super giddy yeah from the listing side of things i'm like oh yeah like the other ones are good but this one yeah this one right here yeah is the one like we're there yeah and so Daniel, if we're in the underwriting side of the pre-approval, yes, we normally do. Let's say a thirty-day close. Well, do we Rachel, need to keep a thirty-day close, or can we maybe close earlier? That is optional with okay. a underwriter pre-approval, since it's already been through an underwriter. It has the ability to actually skip a few of the earlier um, steps that we have to take, okay. so it gets to processing and underwriting quicker. Meaning, Perfect. we can close quicker. See. I've seen one close as early as 15 days, I think. That was my next question. How is the, <laughs> what push is the earliest I've ever seen? I've seen 15, I think 14 or 15 days actually close. And it's, yeah. Um, but on average, they close around three weeks. No, no. Five. But on average, they close around three weeks versus the whole month. Um, and I think the, uh, the reason that people or agents, I think, like it more or love it a lot more, is not only because you, you know that it's been seen by an underwriter, but obviously, the closing process is a bit quicker. The process tends to be mm-hmm. a little bit smoother. Yeah. Well, much smoother, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to worry about that much. So the last thing you want to do is, as a real estate agent on the seller side, is feel like you're stressing and have to call the lender and real estate agent all the time to see how things are going. And then as, on the buying side, worried that maybe things are going to fall through. Because if we're being honest, we all have a little anxiety every once in a while about deals all the time. Regardless of how easy it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be the easiest file, but we still. <laughs> there, I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. Well, the last client we had was. Oh, she was. It was so oh, easy. Fabulous. I loved it. But most of the time, there's a lot of stuff I think that happens on the backside. We might make it look easy, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of things that happen on the backside. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that's why you have the two C's. Yeah, confident. We're we're confident too, but I will definitely shade you away from or protect you from having to deal with a lot of the stuff yes. if I can. Um, again, my job is to do as much as I can to make it easier. Yeah, but I will say this: make sure that you are 
just make sure you're participating or being just helpful when it comes to the things that we need. Because again, we're here to help you. I'm not asking you for things if I don't need them. I don't want to make it harder. Last thing I want to do is call you for something I don't need. It's well, and that's very good point. I think people are like, oh, they're just asking me for this or that, and they don't really need it. If I'm asking for it, yeah, there's a reason I need that it. We need it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You... And I know it's frustrating, but yeah, and it's I'm usually asking for some things because of the things you sent me before triggered me to ask you those questions yeah there could have been well that's a good point right mm -hmm. there could have been something that was sent where maybe you didn't need so-and-so documentation to begin with mm -hmm. but after seeing the first initial documents oh that triggers to mm -hmm. where you need something else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where i think some frustration can come in yeah. but that's also why they have you right because you're yeah. there to make sure that everything runs smoothly <laughs> to get to that closing table that part and the fact like i said the processes i love my processes like i said mm -hmm. the cleaner the file less questions get asked and mm -hmm. i love it i had uh, just a quick side note i had uh, a handful of deals in the past month and i thought a couple of them were going to be a lot more crazy but i got super lucky and my process were able to kind of just make it as smooth as possible so i'll just i'll just end with that in a sense so good. yeah but all in all, I think we've pretty much covered everything we needed to cover today, yeah? Yeah. No, I think that I haven't really seen a lot on the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre I haven't seen a lot uh, difference. What am I trying to say? That's not what I was saying. Scratch that. I haven't seen a lot on social media mm -hmm. with people talking about the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval. And I think yeah. this is very important. Yeah. Um, it, and, and it was for me. You know, since I'm not licensed to do the lending stuff, um, I think this was insightful. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if I'm looking at it if I was like a newer agent mm -hmm. or a buyer because mm -hmm. you're not going to know. Yeah. And yep. this is stuff that you're, well, as a realtor, you're going to need to know yeah. if you don't already. <laughs> yeah. And as a buyer, you're going to want to know. Yeah. So you can understand, oh, this is why they're asking for that. Well, this is just the basic part of it, right? So this mm -hmm. is why it's so fundamental to really, yeah. Uh -huh understand what's kind of going on and just to be as educated as you can when it comes to the purchase uh, to buying a home but a pre-approval is always going to be good no matter what market you're in hot market cold market medium market pre-approval 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 pre-qualifications are just yeah i don't <laughs> that's what pretty much what happens the pre-qual right it's yeah, like you go yeah, and yeah. the deal goes yeah exactly <laughs> Like those Looney Tunes. Um, uh, you're talking about the Roadrunner. The Roadrunner and stuff, yeah. where the with the coyote, yeah, yeah. always getting beat up. Wildly coyote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The pre-approval is the Roadrunner, and your pre-qualification yeah. is the wildly coyote. Right. <laughs> we might be in the Wild West, but your lone side doesn't need to be the Wild West, you know. <laughs> oh my god. All right, guys. Well, just to recap, we talked about what a pre-qualification is. We talked about what a pre-approval is. We talked about what a full loan, a full loan underwriting pre-approval is. Um, we gave you guys some stories that I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I hope this was insightful. I hope that you guys are educated. And if you guys are interested or enjoyed the podcast today, please go ahead, subscribe, like, share, leave a comment, leave a rating whatever you want to do we would love it and we will be back to share some more information with you in the future yeah i'm excited all right rachel thank me. you for joining me today thank you and I appreciate it. let's do this again sometime
Absolutely. Oh, we have to do that. We're going to be doing some more video after this, but you guys wait for that later. I'm going to do it. <laughs>